Thank you for coming on my show. Sure, for sure. Okay, so let me do my intro real quick. Everyone, welcome back to the Tamia Lee Talks podcast. I'm your host, Tamia Lee, and today I have the wonderful Ashton Burrell. Hey, Ashton, how you doing? Good, good. Thank you for having me. No problem. All right, so first start off, I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> so how have you been? And your family and everybody holding up during this pandemic. Good. Everybody's been good. Everybody's been healthy. Uh, mm-hmm. Good. Just, you know, connecting more and just learning more about each other. And mm-hmm. it's good. It's been, it's been solid. That's good. That's good. So to give my podcast a little background about you and how I know you. So I look to you as a big brother, somebody I find inspirational. And then just so happened, this amazing person you are, you went to my church. So it's, it's good to know people and connect with people, especially people who are doing things, especially in the community. So I wanted to talk to you about being a New Jersey native, um, an activist, author, entrepreneur, humanitarian, and all that good stuff. So for those who don't know, just introduce a little bit about Ashenborough. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me on the show. Mm-hmm. Always proud of you. Killing thank it you. as normal. Um, but a little bit about myself. My name is Ashton Burrell. Um, graduated Highland Park High School 2010. Went to Lincoln University for undergrad um, and for my master's. Um, I'm right now in the process of transferring to Texas Southern for my doctorate. So yeah, got we going to the top. <laughs> yeah, all the way, all the way, all the way, all the way. So we going to the top with that one. All the way. So doing that, and then um I got involved with like doing mentoring. I started like a mentor group, and I did start a mentor group in 2011, and okay. then that grew um into creating programs for youth to next thing you know, like. Everything's going on, everything's going on. And then that led to me doing like, um, you know, organizing marches and demonstrations. And okay, we're gonna get up, we're gonna get all into that. We're gonna gonna get all into that. But we, (laughs) well, you started off at 2011. I mean, we're in 2021 now, so crazy. Let's take it back. Let's take it back to 2011 when you started this mentor program. So the name of the mentor program was Live Life and Visions of Evolution. Life and visions of evolution. Okay. Yeah. Catchy name. Yeah. <laughs> you always want to live. Always want to live. Yes. Yeah. So the mentor program, tell me a little bit about that. Is that for what ages, demographics, a little bit? Talk about that. Yeah. When I first started it, I had it for like probably between the ages of nine through 18. But then that just grew because everybody had a brother, everybody had a cousin. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I got people. I was mentoring. I was probably like maybe like maybe like eighteen, yeah, nineteen. Mm-hmm. People that was like eighteen, right under me, coming to the program and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, you know, we was 
it started growing and then we turned it into a, a female program. Um, and then we started bringing the young ladies in for the mentoring and um, it just grew. You know, I had kids that went on to do some real cool things. So, um, especially at young ages. So, you know, we just, we just kept it going. It's funny. I was just talking to somebody earlier about revamping it and, and bringing it, bringing it full on back. So, okay. So where did you start this program at? I started it in Highland Park. Okay. Uh, I had this little rec center, like this little room in the rec center. And then- you Gotta uh, start from somewhere. Yeah, you gotta start somewhere. So we yeah. started there and, um, you know, just built from there. And then next thing you know, 2018, we opened a teen center. And, okay. You know, it's, so that's what you got going on right now. Yeah, that's what mentor. I'm actually here right now. Yeah. Okay. So the program is still available to people, to young males and women. I'm guessing still the age range nine to eighteen. Um. Well, we took a break, like in the last, probably the last year. So okay. I'm revamping it and, and what that will look like. Um. But we probably gonna go lower than, probably yeah. lower than my age, and probably go a little higher than eighteen. Mm -hmm. Probably like maybe like twenty four. So, what pushed you to want to become a mentor? I mean, I know. As you can see, we are people of the African-American community. Absolutely. And a lot of times we don't get some of, unfortunately, some of the funding and or opportunities as other communities. So what made you think like, okay, I got to do this. I got to be a mentor. What pushed you to want to do that? Um, just people, people, people took that on with me, you know, even when it, when I didn't expect it, didn't know what was going on, you know, people always looked out for me. Um, I remember I had a teacher in high school who I know I used to always get on her nerves and like, she would always just get on me, get on me. And she had recommended me for this travel abroad program that I did. We went to like England, Ireland and Wales in like 10th grade. And wow. it just stuck with me. I remember I came back like a different person. Like I, I realized how much bigger the world was in mm -hmm. in my peripheral and just just had more understanding on what I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to help people, and I had the idea. Probably like in twelfth grade, eleventh grade, I just didn't do it. I wasn't I wasn't in that mindset to do it at that time. But yeah. uh, you know, a couple mm -hmm. years later, we just started it and it and it blew up. So mm -hmm. I was happy for that. So I know that that you are a mentor for the live program, but you also started another club. Let's get into that hometown yeah. hero club. Yeah. Let's talk I about that. On right now. Yeah. Okay. Rep, rep. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, hometown hero club came about, um, you know, was, was, was re looking at a lot of the stuff that I was doing mm -hmm. from the mentoring to that you know, the activism to just everything and just life in general. And, um, you know, just started thinking about the everyday person. And then, mm -hmm. you know, like there's so many hometown heroes like around, whether it be the mailman coming through when that package is needed, you know what I mean? Whether whether it's, uh, you know, uh, just the- uh, Firemen, neighbor, police officers. Firemen, police officers, your neighbor that take your trash out when you forget, you know what I mean? Like it'd be the little thing. So I wanted to do something to make sure like those type of people was always commemorated and, and, and remembered. So I started it and, and then we just, just blew different programs out of it. I got, we got the shoe hoops, not guns game. 
Um, okay, wait, wait, wait. So you just, to me, you're just in leadership all the way around. So you started with the the live mentorship, and then you went to hometown hero club, and then you got more clubs. Yeah, we were, yeah. So when I started hometown hero club, I was like that. That became like the umbrella of it all, and we could just funnel everything. We started just pumping out events. So mm-hmm. from hoops, not guns, to um, putting together like uh, financial literacy programs for like people going into the NFL, like rookies. Um, we do like programming, like if people need help with creating like program for youth, stuff like that. We do that. Mm-hmm. And then we got the clothing part of it. So we doing yeah, doing some th- different things. We're trying to get into new stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And it and it's so good talking to you as a young black male. Um, because it's good putting you on this platform and just being able to connect you to other people because there's a lot of young black males who come from inner cities or not even just inner cities, even just black males in general who need opportunities. Um, So I appreciate you for talking about those clubs. Can you get into a little bit about what it means for you to be a black male in the society we live in today? Absolutely. Um, You know, it's important. It's important that, you know, you just understand yourself, Mm -hmm. understand, you know, how to, how to pick your battles in this world, in this world, um, you know, and that includes, you know, just creating the discipline for yourself, um, educating yourself, mm-hmm. um, and through that, you'll start to find where you need to go, you know what I mean? And, and always, you know, be 10 steps ahead, always try your best to be 10 steps ahead and never like compare yourself to a lot of these like man-made realities that a lot of these people have made that create a false sense of reality for people and had them stressing things that they don't need to even be stressing. So, mm-hmm. you know, to be a black man today in oh. America is, it's a blessing to me, you know, yeah. in the same breath, we, you know, one of the most, tar- we are the most targeted, you know, besides a black woman. Um, so, but I, I love being a black man, especially in America. Well, I'm just in general. I just love being a black man. <laughs> I mean, you know, who greater? <laughs> but as far as you being in that leadership position, did you ever feel like you know I'm being a leader, a leader for others? Um, yeah. I kind of need that leader, or did you always have somebody that you can lean on, or somebody you can just talk to and balance yourself out? Yeah. Because I know for you being a mentor, it's basically like being like a big brother or a father to a lot of people who need help. So who was that person for you? Uh, my mom, always. Uh, yes, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, she's always mm-hmm. solid. You know what I mean? She always keep me square. She She's going to give it to me straight lace. She's not going to sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. When I'm right, I'm right. She rocking with me regardless, you know what I mean? So she she's always been one. And just my family in general, they always keep me on my toes. Mm-hmm. My pops, he be my biggest, you know, critic sometimes, but it's, <laughs> in, it's in a good way. Keep me like, all right, you know, like I might, you know, he like that dad, you put up 60 points in the game. He'll be like, oh, all right, that was cool. You could have did better. Could have did better. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? so, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That mm-hmm. keep keep it going and it keep you 
keep you going and just, you know, just life as you learn, you know, you start to find different motivations to, to keep you going and just stay, you know, stay busy. Mm-hmm. So I guess you basically answered my question about who you honor because you just named the whole fam and their part in, <laughs> and their, part in their, their role of making you the man, the strong man you are today. So I want to get into being black, especially in the society with this summer that we just went through where we experienced, not even that just last summer, like all of the young black males who were killed unjustly Talk about that. Was that heavy on you, especially trying to keep your positive look on life? Like, what was your mental state during that time? Um, you know, I when I when I before that, I had started a. That's how I organized my first march, watching the Trayvon Martin um, okay. case. And I remember I had woke up. It was like eleven at night. Because I think it was in, or it was in a place where the hours was different. And I remember they said he was like not guilty. And um, I just remember the anger that I felt. Mm-hmm. And um, that made me want to get involved. And from there, I started educating. I started educating and organizing and getting to work. And, uh, you know, one of the interesting things about last year was I was angry in the sense of like, yo, we still here. Um, but I wasn't surprised by the, you know, things. It was just more like, yeah, this has been going on. Like now we at the, now we at the boiling pot. Like, you know, once, once the pot start getting to the top, it's going to start to boil over. So, you know, that's, that's a lot of what we experienced last year. Um, and you know, years of frustration and anger. And it's like, you know, how could you, how could you look at this situation unfolding and not, you know, think this is this is gonna come, you know. So it was more of a um, you know, mad about it, but not surprised about it mm-hmm. type of thing. And I and I asked a lot of people, especially that time for me was a moment of we gotta think about the black males, especially because even as as black women, we do our we you know, we're care, we're caregivers. We care about y'all, you know, sure. we gotta take care of y'all. See how y'all feeling. So I reached out to a lot of my my male friends and family and just wanted to talk to them and pick their minds on that um, because we shouldn't be living in a society where you're a black male and you're scared to go here or you're scared to do this or scared to do that. Um, And I feel as though like with your march that you organized what was especially as a uh, as an organizer of such of something that big. What was your thought of when the rioters stormed the Capitol? Oh, what did man. you think about that and how they treated uh, marchers who are peaceful, who are here for a reason, who are protesting using their voice compared to people who vandalized and just did the utmost yeah. at the Capitol? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was kind of like the same thing with last year, you know? Just, just a moment where you just sit back and you say, you know, I knew this, I knew this would happen if this happened like this way. You know, I wouldn't expect, um, you know, just watching them do it. You automatically know, man. If that was people that were of color, then that that would have been a different situation. You know, so 
kind of just it is it, messed up to say, but you kind of immune to it because you already know the situation and what's going on. You know, it's history always repeats itself. It's, it's, the, it's the pattern, of this type of behavior. Um, you know, even you go back to the late 1800s, early 1900s, where you had people come down and slaughter a whole group of, uh, of a political party because they, they fused it with blacks, mm -hmm. you know? And, and they were able to just keep going, you know? Yeah. So it's a history, history of this that you, you know, you kind of expect the bite. You know, you probably, you, you kind of like, no, all right, we knew, you know, type. Mm -hmm. and, and how do you think your voice as an activist, like, what are you, what are you, what are your plans as an activist using your voice? What do you want to see in the future, especially with us going into a new president? Yeah. What do you want the future to look like for our young African-American males and not even just African-American males? Because when we talk about African-American males who were done unjustly, we got to talk about the African-American women as well. Um, so what do you think or what are you looking forward to in that in our future? Um, more strategizing and execution um, in the sense of, you know, knowing who knowing who everybody on the chessboard is and knowing. How to how to move, you know, in regards to that game to that game of chess that you know people play on a daily basis with with us, and um, you know that's what I look forward to. So, you know, just do little things, and I do what I can where I can, um, you know. So if it, if that means I'm helping three young black men that live right down the street from me, you know, that's that's doing a part in it because whatever they take from you, you know, they take with them. To the next person and you hope that that next person takes that on so you know you kind of do what you can where you can um, mm -hmm. just make sure you just you know stay involved even if it's i'm encouraging people go to border education meetings get involved on community uh councils and in different uh coalitions and things of that nature um just just get involved zoning committees that does that decides what's going on in your town um you know just 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 passing on whatever I know, you know, and, 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 and hopefully people take it and, and go do do the right thing with it. And that's 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 what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. So that leads me into are you on a council are you a council member? Nah, so I'm on the uh the New Jersey Human Relations Council, so I chair that. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about that, because I don't I don't really do yeah, yeah. so we basically what we do is we focus on the human relations throughout the state of okay. New Jersey. Um, right now we're working on getting uh, each commission revamped through each county and uh, town in, in the state of New Jersey. So we're working like prosecutors and stuff like that. Um, and then we work, so we work directly with uh, attorney general's office and okay. stuff like that. So we do, we do a lot of uh, work with the, um, you know, Department of Civil Justice, things, things of that nature, um, to try to just create better relations uh, for people throughout New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And we meet, we meet every third Wednesday of each month, 10 a.m. Okay. Um, and we look, we will start back actually this coming February. So mm -hmm. we're looking to do some things. We just did a conference with uh, over like a hundred uh, law enforcement officers from the state of New Jersey at Keene. Um, that's where I go. 
Hey. I love when people shout out my school. I'll be like, or Kane, Keen. I'm Kane, sorry. Kane. I say Keen. Some people right, say cool. Kane. Okay. Tomato, yeah, yeah. tomato. I got a big sign that say like how to say it and all that stuff. So I know. <laughs> so you know, I, I want to make sure I said it right. And um, yeah, so I we did it. that, which was cool. Um, so yeah, we're doing uh, we're doing some good stuff. Yeah. So what does the 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 future look like as far as Ashton Burrell in the community? Because I know you're from Highland Park, but yeah. you reached out and are into multiple communities. So what does that look like for you? Um, it's, it's growth. You know, you're learning, you learn new stuff. You're able to take connections and implement them in, in places that you never thought you would be able to connect people and, and make things happen. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's dope. You know, it's like you're on a little tour, you know, and um, a tour just connecting, you know, mm-hmm. just positivity from this place to that place to, to this place. And hopefully you're leaving it better yeah. than what you got there. And every community isn't the same. Absolutely not. So when you go there, you get love. It's it feels it, good. Absolutely. You know yeah. it's genuine. You know it's real. You know what I'm saying. So it's appreciated. Mm-hmm. So let's get into your voice. Okay. When did you find your voice? Like, uh, okay, I can do this. Like, I'm gonna be somebody. I'm gonna use this voice like yeah. Dr. Martin Luther King. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I always had I always had a voice, always since I was young, like I remember I remember getting kicked out of like class for like, you know, <laughs> challenging the teachers what yeah. she's saying in class. I remember in like maybe like fifth or sixth grade, like the teacher was I read a lot when I was younger too. So, mm-hmm. you know, some of the stuff that they were trying to teach me in history wasn't flying with me. Like my aunt was real very <laughs> Like, you gonna know this info, you need to know about yourself. You need to know that ain't true, you know what I mean? <laughs> Type of thing, so, mm-hmm. you know. They, they tried to tell me something about history. It was with slavery saying when it when it stopped and I said, no, it hasn't stopped and, it you know. Yeah, so I always, always found myself in some type of- uh, Challenging. Challenging moment due to yeah. the, due to my, uh, <laughs> Your my voice. wants to be the uh, voice uh-huh. and use it. <laughs> yeah, and I think for me, I don't. I wouldn't say I was. I don't know. I may, I may have not been out as much or boisterous as you growing <laughs> up, but I I I found my voice, and I that's why I wanted to do this podcast because I just love black excellence. So when I speak to people, I wanted to use this platform for black excellence and all the other numerous talents but i learned that you know you got a lot of talents too Uh i read about your record deal i mean let's get into that (laughs) (laughs) that's funny oh man and music because you know my family we are music family yeah oh you just took it back on me oh i gotta do my research (laughs) You did your research. You definitely did it. You definitely did it. <sighs> I just started. Um, I just started working on some uh, on some stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got about like nice little arsenal. Okay. I I I send you over some. Okay, send it to me. I got coming through. 
coming through is gonna be exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Send me some joints. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's funny you say that because I actually just uh started back working on some music. So Okay. Yeah. So I mean, but talk about the record deal. I mean, you gotta boast oh, on your yeah. stuff. People that come on my show, this is your time to just <laughs> Um, I'm all that. Pop your collar. Keep going. So we, uh, oh man, we had a group back in middle school that we had started doing with me and my best friend. Okay. And um, we just was doing music and that's that's what we had love to do. It's still love. And um, we just, every day after school, we just recording, recording, recording. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then his father had came to us and he was like, um, Yo, I want to manage y'all. So we performed at our boys' birthday party. Everybody's like, yo, y'all hot. So we like, yo, we hot. You know what I mean? And um, we just we started doing it. So we started doing shows. And then it started to turn into like, okay, we're gonna take y'all to the real studio. So we went to the real studio in yeah. Philly. And then it was like, okay. And then I remember our first, our first big thing we did was uh for Against All Odds when it was like popping and it was like really the theme song yeah we did the theme song song? yeah yeah we did the theme song for against all odds and Mm -hmm. oh you couldn't tell us nothing we went using it that was our first time (laughs) yeah so we did that and then um then we did oh then we did a song for the new york jets that ended up like going viral it's probably still online um Wait, YouTube. tell us, tell my podcast so they can look it up. I gotta find that. I think it's called what is it? Gang Green. My Lone Boys Gang Green. It's a it's a it's old. It's old. It's, my, it's so my lone boys gang green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, y'all heard it. Look it up. <laughs> Everything on the internet. <laughs> you know I mean? So we um we was doing that. We was doing that for a minute and then um we started getting older and we started getting more, you know more in sync with how to do it, how to make mm-hmm. track, how to format everything. We got our, we got our rush. It was me, uh, me and my two best friends. And we just started, we just started doing it. And then it started getting better and better. And uh, we ended up connecting. Uh, this is probably when like Twitter started jumping. I think we had did a song for Rutgers. Um, okay. Yeah, we did a song called like Fight Night. The Rutgers when they was like they was they was on the road a football team mm-hmm. and um we did that and then the gentleman had reached out to us that ran the label um on Twitter so we went to dinner then the rest was just we're going through this deal and uh we did the deal and then some things went uh went left in regards to some of the people that was running the label. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of their moral integrity um, wasn't in alignment with with ours, mm-hmm. and um, that. But that's why it's important too, like to know who you, you know, are. Have certain clauses um, in your contract, and and exactly like you said, know who you are, know what you will do, what you won't do, and um, you know, one of the guys on the label um, that that was the head. Um, he had like he was like banned from the internet um because he would set people up to 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 get like uh assaulted like sexually assaulted and stuff like that and um as soon as we got that news we was out like we was out within like probably like two hours of the 
of the news. Got our manager on the line, called over there, boom, 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 the stipulations, boom, boom, boom. Had our contract sent over, canceled, boom. Yeah, and that was the end. But we had, you know, we had a clause in there too that that can, you know, you can come out of the, the situation at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, there was there was people on the label that that they they didn't, and they actually got, you know, taken to court. I remember, I remember that that situation very vividly. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they went to court and everything. Ooh, um, it's a big, it's just a big mess. Yeah, it was it was a it was a big mess, but it was a learning experience, and um, mm-hmm. that's why this this time around, you know, it's a lot. Y'all gonna do it right. It's a lot different. It's a lot, yeah. It's a lot different. Mm-hmm. But I mean, hold on, I gotta breathe because that was a lot. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I gotta be to me, Lee. Like, whew, let me just <laughs> digest all that that just was put down on this podcast. Yeah, but honestly, I just feel as though you didn't talk about all the people you opened up for. Who I mean, oh, who you yeah. opened up for? We op- we opened up for Wale, Meek, mm. um, Travis Scott, yes, um, Ross. Um, who else we opened up for? Uh, we headlined with DJ Diamond Cuts. Sold out. Mm. Sold out. We sold out Lincoln University's gym in like a in like a week. Um. Yeah, we, these are we, big things, though, and I can't believe you tried to not even talk about the music thing. Like, <laughs> music. It's funny. It's funny. I, I I I haven't talked about it in a good minute, but it's it's this is this this is confirmations too, because I've definitely been like on the fence about if I should drop new music and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you bring this up now. So. There yeah. we go. I could have been that little angel, like thing. Yeah, that work out your your percentage. (laughs) But that led me into the fact that like we have a lot of artists today, especially because you know a lot of people love to say that the rap industry or the R&B industry has an effect on why they -hmm. like to blame that. Even though there is a lot of like stuff that's going on that some people may not like. But they try to blame the African American males and females who are in the industry for a lot of the problems that be happening in the community. Absolutely. But, but then you look like I, I would say, especially this year, um, there was especially people before who were standing up and fighting for people's sure. rights, like sure. Ti and sure. people like that. But like now that you have these young and upcoming and new artists doing it, what did that? What did that like? Did it shock you or what was your feelings towards it when you saw like little baby and his video about the black lives matter or Cardi B and her approach on voting? Yeah, I think it's dope. I think to me, like, I like, I like, I like new music. You know what I mean? And I think, I think a lot of times we, we just got to remember, you know, every, everything ain't for everybody. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So we, a lot of times we shoot music down and, and things like that because it's it's not, you know, stimulating to us within that moment. But, mm-hmm. you know, even when I heard Bigger Picture song, baby, I was like, yo, this bang. You that know what I mean? That song was like, I'm telling fire, you, when I heard fire. it, I was like. 
fire. I still, I be bumping this still, you know, and, and, and it's so many, it's so many cats, like even, you know, down to like Juice World, you know, I was so mad um, yeah. that I got up rest on him for heavy when he passed. Absolutely, rest in peace, you know, mm -hmm. and just listening, a lot of these cats, you know, that people be like canceling out and, and, and saying like, oh, they just talking like gibberish. It's like, nah, they not talking gibberish. You know, some some of these people is telling you exactly how they feel, you know, mm -hmm. what's going on with them, what's going on with their life, where they at with it. You know, um, sometimes some people may be, may be asking for help in their songs, you know, and yeah. sometimes you just throw it to the wayside and try to play it out instead of just, you know, taking it in and, 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 and appreciating it. Don't get me wrong, though. There is some trash out there, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, but... I mean, you were just being for real. Yeah, for real. But it's definitely to see like Baby, Cardi, you know, even, you know, even Cardi getting in like the politics mm -hmm. with like Bernie, you know what I mean? That was dope, you know what I mean? Uh, uh -huh. you know, the, especially to see like somebody um, who like, you know, almost came up in front of everybody, you know what I mean? From from yeah. the gram to, you know, to next thing you know, um, her offset, great, you know, power couple and then next thing you know she's in the politics like that's dope you know what I mean we gotta we gotta definitely big up people when they when they take steps to do certain things yeah because I'm sure even the people that she going into these meetings with I'm sure they wasn't voting for Bernie Sanders you know what I mean so, you know so instead of we gotta give props where props is due you got to you got to you got to you gotta get I, I think that I think that that's a good pointer to talk on because even just people in your community who are doing good things, or even the the young men and women who are you're mentoring and you see growth in them. Absolutely. People like applauses, people like Absolutely. praise, people, it makes people feel good when they, when they feel like, oh, this person sees me. This mm -hmm. person sees that I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm trying to do better and I'm doing much better for myself. Absolutely. So, yes. That was a lot. And even all those artists with, with the politics, do you see yourself going into politics? Oh, man. Um, I mean to put you I on the spot. I think I'm, uh, in a weird way, I'm kind of already in it, but I don't yeah, true. consider it, you know, but um, I don't know. I, I think I think at this point that I'm at right now, um, you know, I just want to, I just want to make sure I leave this place empty, like in the physical. I want to make sure any idea that comes to me, any thought, you know, project, wow. anything that I do, I just want to make sure that it's out there. So if that leads to a political position, you know, I'm sure if I'm led to it, it's for a reason. So I, I'm, I'm sure I'll be equipped and prepared to step into it. But mm -hmm. if that time presents itself, if it's to, you know, be the if it's to be the best, you know, uh, mentor I could be. You know, I'm I'm gonna step into it. You know, so just kind of, um, kind of letting God take take more control mm -hmm. and not being so stressed out on you know what, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but I don't count it Embracing out. Embracing your faith. Absolutely, I don't count it out though. Mm -hmm. Whew, that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. And I, I thank you for talking about that. And even just really going into 
my topic of manifestation. Do you feel okay. like you've manifested all of these accomplishments and the things that you have done thus far? Or do you feel like, okay, I, I'm just do this today? Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of manifesting. A lot of manifesting. It's a lot of... It'd be crazy. It'd be crazy things that I think about, people that I would hear about the next thing you know, meeting them. Um, yeah. You know, I remember, and I remember one of the craziest manifestations. Um, I remember when I was younger, I used to be a big No Limit fan, huge No Limit fan. And um, I was supposed to meet them when they came to Philly one time, but I had to go home for school. So. <laughs> And um, and I was like, dang, dang, I, I ain't get to meet them. I always was a fan of Master P, like his Game Face albums. Mm -hmm. So fast forward years later, um, I end up getting, a, I get a, I get my first, um, my first and only um, internship. So I, I was in, it was for like the Harlem Fine Arts Show. Mm -hmm. And I end up meeting the guy because I helped him bring some sodas inside and he gave me, <laughs> We just started chopping it up and he was like, yo, I could offer you an internship, you know what I mean? Can't pay you, but I could give you some money you can't buy. And um, he introduced me to all these people and I ended up meeting this woman and I ended up becoming one of my mentors. Mm -hmm. And um, she's very big in, um, you know, like doing hip hop events and things like that. And I just remember uh, she had hit me and this is it's crazy. That's like how crazy networking is. Mm -hmm. and. Um, she was like, you make sure you come out here to New York. She's like, I want you to meet somebody. Boom, boom, boom. It's Master P. Like, and it was, and it was more different from, from me just going to a concert to seeing him. Like it was P. You know what I mean? Like right in front of me. Like combo, yeah. like, like this right here. So, you know, it was just, you know, and now I could get into so many more, but that was just like a quick, a quick one that, you know, you could manifest, you could manifest it all. Um, especially, and I, and it's, some of it is just giving it to God, you know, he going to come through. Yes. You know Preach. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so, Your mom you, will be proud. <laughs> yeah. You know, God, God come through. He, I didn't, I didn't had times when I was in my internship and I ain't know how I was about to make it home and had a train fare. I'm walking home. I'm walking through 42nd Street, find $10. I got to run to the Bank of America, put the money in there so I can have enough to buy my ticket. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. things happen. Yeah, yeah. In mysterious ways, but always. It's all in God's timing. And I feel like I'm a big person on manifestation and I bought it up and I wanted to talk to you because, like, you did a lot. <laughs> and you're young <laughs> like you did a lot you're young and you're still going so in three to five years where do you see Ashton Burrell I don't even <laughs> you know hope hopefully hopefully um a better man hopefully a better man than I am today and you know God bless me which I know yeah. he will because I I'm gonna think I'm gonna live. I know I'm gonna live a long, healthy, prosperous life. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, hopefully I'm in a place of better growth. Hopefully I didn't, I didn't dealt with whatever I needed to dealt with, whether in regards to myself. Um, just at peace. That's it. You know what I mean? Peace, and mm -hmm. just doing doing what I love. That's it. Yeah. 
I think I think that's a wrap for my show. That's a wrap. Hey. I think that's a wrap. Oh wait, one one. I gotta end it like this because I always end it like this. Uh oh. I gotta get three to five three words. Let's give you three, not mm. five. Three words to describe Ashton Burrow. Three words. Uh, blessed. Um. Empowered. Um, let's do cover. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I love hearing how people describe themselves because it really shows how people think of themselves. And you said blessed, empowered, and covered. Yeah. Like three amazing words to describe you. And I mean, you're just awesome. I appreciate you for coming on. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. But tell people before we go, before you go, we're going to connect after this. But before you go, <laughs> give me give the people ways to connect with Ashton Burrow because you are a mentor. You do a lot for the community. And there's always people in need. So Absolutely. Um, they could reach um, on Instagram, Ashton underscore Burrell. Uh, A-S-H-T-O-N underscore B-U-R-R-E-L-L. Um, Facebook is Ashton Burrell. Um, email is aburrellhp at gmail.com. Or it could just go to hometownheroclub.com and send a message through there and get right to me. Can I get one of them t-shirts? Oh yeah, I got you. I got okay. you. I got you I got with you. one of my t-shirts. So we're going to rep. Do that. Say that. All right. Good talking to you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. No problem. <laughs> Bye. Talks, baby. <laughs>